My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. Expedition 4. Hyena Telepathy. Journal Entry. The best time to be in the Leadwood Forest is in the creamy light of a full moon. All around, the trees peg a scale of time beyond human comprehension to the earth. It can be a strange thing to watch people from all over the world walk into the dappled light of the trees and fall silent. In my days as a safari guide, I would wait for the third or fourth day of a safari. I would wait for the hysteria to see animals to have subsided, and then I would take people to the forest. You see, the forest can be experienced on many levels, and I've come to believe that it will meet you where you are. It will take you to the level of stillness, wildness, or reverence that you have cultivated in yourself, and then some. The deeper you are, the deeper the magic of the forest. The poet David White talks about the conversational nature of life. The idea is that your life will never be exactly how you planned it to be, but equally, it will never be exactly the way life wanted it. For all of our living days, we're in a co-created experience with living. That experience is made up of some of our agency mixed in with life or God or whatever you want to call it, the great plan. Inside of this we have action when we know to take it and surrender when we have reached the end of what we know we can do, which is another dance. We have the development of a contemplative mind, which is the cultivation of a mind in which many things in the world can be true at the same time. I say this because being in nature takes you naturally into this kind of inner exploration. If your eyes are open in a place like the Leadwood Forest, you can't help but notice the relational nature of nature. As dawn breaks in the forest, a dark bull in Yala lifts his head out of long brown winter grass to look at me. Franklins begin to chatter into the dawn. And in stereo, all around me, hyenas begin to call. Man, a hyena is a perfect embodiment of the opportunist. As he moves craftily through the bush, he seems to have a single thought running through his head. What's in it for me? How could this situation be good for me? Although in my head it's more like, what's in it for me? <laughs> what's in it for me? If you have ever battled to put your own needs on the table, Hyena is your guy. He's going to show you how. I've been developing a strange technique for this podcast. What I do is I go to a place like the Leadwood Forest. I move through the terrain at different times of day. 
Sometimes I take a big sniff of the Amazonian snuff called hape, which is a mixture of tobacco and the ashes of various jungle herbs. Then, with my head empty of thoughts, I open myself and I move through the space. I'm attuning to a different way of knowing. It's like I'm trawling through the feelings of the place and each feeling itself is full of invisible codes that later, when I sit down with my notebook, will start to come out as memories and encounters, stories and insights. It's almost like I'm tuning into the field of awareness that the space holds. You see, like take those hyena for example. Those calls in the forest this morning took me to an image of the hyena in my mind's eye. I saw his slanted body loping away with the leg of a giraffe he held across his jaws and a look of glee on his face. If you want to try and imagine it, think of your dog walking proudly around your yard with a weed whack in his jaws and you begin to have a sense of how much this hyena had bitten off more than he could chew. This little encounter in my imagination takes me to the clarity of a kind of knowing that a hyena has. A hyena wants what he wants. And this idea makes me think of the hundreds of people I have coached who have started having huge transformations when they started to ask clearly without agenda or attachment for what they want. I think of how early in my own journey this idea was totally foreign to me. In fact, I remember a whole night in a ceremonial space where I lay half hanging off the edge of a mattress and it never occurred to me to ask people to move over a little. You see, I had grown up in a world where resilience was the most needed skill. You didn't need what you didn't have, so get on with it. And I'm grateful for that place in myself. But I remember also realizing that one of the ways to create more of the life you want is to want and then ask. Would you mind moving over? I need more space. Well, now it could not sound more silly to me. But at the time, it was the silly beginning to much bigger wants and asks that I w was going to allow myself. It was a breakthrough to something new, a first step I could build on. Will you move over for me? I need more space. That was the beginning. Now what will keep you out of asking for what you want? Well, your limits on what you think you deserve, the desire not to be too much trouble, the fear of needing things from other people, the fear of being rejected, your assumptions about what other people will think of you asking. If you think I'm being trite, well then, this is the time to try it. Take the next week and wherever you go, in your work, in your family, out for a walk, start asking people around you honestly, clearly, and without justification for what you want. Start with, will you, rather than can you. Will you walk with me? Will you go out with me? Will you upgrade me? Will you promote me? Will you hug me? Pay attention to where you can ask easily and notice where you can't. Notice where you don't because you assume you know what the answer will be. Pay attention to where you hide from asking and where you use shyness to be a victim. 
Now, isn't that funny? That whole little section on asking for what you want comes from a hyena in the wild. And this is where it gets mystical to me. Track this like a tracker. Something calls me to the forest as a sacred site. I'm there at dawn on a particular day to hear a hyena call. This sets me thinking about how my life changed when I just started asking clearly and wanting what I wanted, like a hyena. That idea is transmitted via this podcast to you. Now you pick up the thread and see where it takes you this week. Who is creating the way life is unfolding itself through a notion I had into a leadwood forest via the call of a hyena into my ears through imagination into memory back into voice into your ears into action oh what great telepathy in a single field of interconnected consciousness we are playing in what could be more sacred take action ask clearly for what you want and please report back four zero out this has been another episode of the Track Your Life podcast with Boyd Varty. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Varty, Twitter at Boyd Varty, visit Boyd's website at boydvarty.com or subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it.